fucking Bucks fan, but it's about goddamn time Florida did something, something good, man, fuck, as you guys have seen on the video, uh, if you watch the video interviews, I'm a Jags fan by the big Jags fucking blanket hanging behind my head, but congrats to the Bucks, man, Tampa Bay Bucks won the motherfucking Super Bowl, motherfucking champs, well, first off, welcome back to k Podcast. <laughs> To episode 30 of the motherfucking K-Podcast, you were. But yeah, man, welcome back, appreciate you being here, um, just wanted to start off with that, shout out to the Bucks. I don't know if you guys watched the Super Bowl over the weekend, the Bucks fucking annihilated the Chiefs, um, I really didn't carry the way, but you know, Tampa being a Florida team, and I don't know if I mentioned it ever on here before, I placed a bet before the season even started. Basically, I bet 20 bucks that, or excuse me, $20, cuz let me not confuse the bucks and the bucks, yeah, you know I me. Mean? Bucks for the bucks. We got bucks off the bucks, okay? <laughs> Long story short, I bet $20 before the season started that the Bucks were going to win the Super Bowl. So they did. So I won 260 Yeah, me. And I'm not a betting man normally. One of my homies is uh, big into that shit. So he's got a little bookie account set up and whatever. And I just happened to be chilling with him, you know, nine months ago or whatever it was on that day. He was placing that bet. Before the season was about to kick off. I think it was right when they acquired Tom Brady. And we were just like, fuck it, dude. T- you know, 20 bucks. I got that shit done. And yeah, paid off. So, 
Congrats to the Bucks, man. Um, I saw everyone talking shit about the weekend doing. He did the halftime show. I mean, I I don't know. I did. I wasn't watching too closely at halftime. You know what I mean? But I did see a bunch of people kind of talking shit about that. I don't know if it was because of the music or him him just wiling out. You know what I mean? But yeah, the weekend was up there. Uh, some of the commercials were kind of funny. I didn't. None really stood out to me. I remember that being a big thing when I was a kid. The Super Bowl commercials, you know, that was like the time to get their shit off or whatever. But anyway, yeah, man. Shouts to the Bucks. Um, I notice I do that. I'll just skip the intro basically when I <laughs> jump right into it. But like I said, welcome back. Episode 30 of the motherfucking K podcast. If you could like, subscribe, share, comment, uh, I noticed there's a couple, a couple of y'all gave me the five-star like on the Apple Podcast, you know what I mean? So, much love to y'all, baby. I know you got my back, but for you other motherfuckers. <laughs> um, no, yeah, man, like I said before, that shit. It goes it goes a long way. It helps out a lot. So if you wouldn't mind taking a sec, you know what I mean? Share, like, subscribe, comment, five star. You know, this ain't Uber, but take some stars, bruh. Fuck it. So what do we got today, man, for episode 30? Let's see. Well, what's been going on with me lately? Super Bowl, like I said, was this past weekend. This coming weekend is Valentine's Day, so shout out to all you lovebirds out there. Hope you guys get lucky. <laughs> yeah, you know I me. Mean? Hopefully, you're not in any quarrels with your significant other at this point in time. Be a very inconvenient <laughs> holiday for you, motherfucker. But yeah, shout out to you lovebirds out there. Uh, besides that, my fucking garbage disposal's gone out, so I'm gonna have to replace that shit. That's always cool. I went to fucking Fresh Market today to grocery shop. I'm pretty much diehard Publix just because I live in Florida. Um, it's like the biggest grocery chain probably around, and I just know, I just know where everything's at. I guess so. I've I've become comfortable with the with the Publix format. You know what I'm saying? But I switched it up today, man. Um, I went to Fresh Market, which you know was a first. It was, I will say, it was dope. It was similar to some other quote unquote you know upscale fancy grocery stores that I've been to, but. Kind of like I was saying about the comfortability of Publix, I did find myself just wandering in circles, you know, looking for everything I wanted. And on top of that, just being awestruck by the shit that they had that I don't normally see. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there grinding my own almond butter, just like, what the f- <laughs> what the hell is this shit? You know what I'm saying? Um, but it was nice, man. I might go back. They had this soup mix that I fuck with too. It's like the pre-made, uh, my mom put me on this. It's just a dry packet of tortilla and the spices and stuff you can throw in soup, make like a chicken tortilla soup. I've been fucking with that. And they had that shit, which they don't have at public. So plus one. Yeah, you know I mean, but yeah, man, we'll see if I convert, you know what I mean? Just got to get the good foods wherever you can, you know? 
But besides that, just been working, man. Same old with work, you know. What else? I think the only new thing I've watched since I talked to you guys last, which was absolutely insane, is this documentary called Night Stalker on Netflix. So it's essentially about this serial killer from back in the like 80s, 90s era, mainly the 80s, out in California. Uh, I guess he was he was based in L.A., but he ended up traveling up to like the San Fran area and doing some doing some damage up there as well. But I was just shocked that this dude hadn't been talked about before. At least, I mean, I'm sure he had, you know what I mean? But I had never heard of this guy. And I forget his fucking name, naturally. Something, was it Robert? Richard Rod- Ramirez? Something like that. Richard Ramirez, Richard Rodriguez, or I don't I think it was Ramirez. But it's the Night Stalker. That was his his pseudonym given by the news, and that's what the thing is called on Netflix. But, you know, everyone talks about Bundy and Manson and all these other dudes, which were obviously just as nuts. But this guy was crazy because he he didn't have, like, um, a motive, I guess. It didn't seem like at least. You know, a lot of these killers, like Ted Bundy, for whatever reason, would target, um, you know, young, pretty girls. You know what I mean? He'd seduce them or whatever, and he'd end up killing them later which is obviously super fucked up and psychotic, but he had like a a M.O., I guess, you know? But this dude, he was killing and raping everyone from fucking nine-year-old little girls to 85-year-old men and women. Yeah, man. Like, I don't know. It was absolutely nuts. I was not ready for that shit at all. And like I said, I just never heard of the dude. But another uh, wild part about the doc was, kind of spoiler alert, sorry, at the end when he gets caught, you know, all these people get caught eventually, um, the way that he got caught I thought was pretty fire. Basically, he's running from the cops, and not in a car chase, like he's on foot running from police, and at a certain point, you know, he's run far enough, enough people have seen him that he gets, he gets identified. People start realizing who he is. So eventually the people of the city, I think it was in L.A., uh, the L.A. area, people of the city are basically the ones that ended up stopping him and subduing him until the cops got there. Um, So I I don't know. I thought that shit was fire. I feel like that shit wouldn't really happen today. You know what I mean? There's less of a sense of community these days with all the Internet and social media nonsense that's taken over the world, you know what I'm saying? But this being back in the 80s, people were still connected to their neighborhoods and the people living around them. So when they saw this dude running through, um, you know, their town or whatever, and then on top of that, realized that he's this fucking psychopath that's wanted right now for all these crazy killings, they band together to say, you know what I mean? Ass is all your ass is grass, buddy. <laughs> your ass is fucking grass, man. So yeah, they got his ass. But yeah, man, check that out. You know? Always love a good doc on Netflix, you know what I'm saying? But besides that, just watching the same old bullshit. Just working on music. Um I'm actually 
So what's today? Today is the 9th, February 9th, and I'm the 1st. March 1st on Monday, I'm going to be putting out a new song. I know, like I said, I'm not trying to probe up music on here much, but, you know what I mean? Got the new single coming out called What Up, featuring my brother P. Butter on March 1st. So keep your eyes keep your eyes and ears open. Keep your motherfucking ears peeled. You feel what I'm saying? Um, but that shit, you know, it's going to be out everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, Deezer, fucking Tidal, all that shit. All the DSPs, as they say, digital streaming platforms, yeah, I mean. But, yeah, while we wait for that to come out, I've just been working on some new shit here at the house. Working on beats, writing to some other shit. Some beats I've made, some beats that other people have made. I was actually telling Butter the other day, so I finally I finally wrote something to a beat that I made. Because I'll make beats, and I was telling him, um, it's just kind of weird sometimes because I feel like the producer mindset and the artist mindset are completely different. So I might make a beat being in one mindset, but then trying to write to it later, you know, I might have just, I just might not be there anymore. Uh, or the the vibe that I had while I was producing it isn't the vibe that I get while I'm listening to it trying to write to it so sometimes it kind of clashes in that way if that makes sense at all but um no I finally got a solid verse down to a beat that I made probably sometime last year probably like early last year so you know almost a year ago but I finally got something down to that shit, you know what I mean? Working on some other stuff. Obviously working on this motherfucking podcast for you guys out there. So, yeah, man. Just trying to stay busy. I also wanted to reiterate the Patreon page. I forgot. I forget that I even set that page up sometimes just because I don't use it. So I'm not trying to start using that more. And the idea that I had, or I think the main purpose of the Patreon page would be that there would be exclusive content on there. And I feel like just saying exclusive content, people automatically, their minds go to the gutter thinking I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, thinking I'm putting up some X-rated shit out here. But by exclusive content, I mean just stuff that would not be available to the public via, you know, my YouTube, Instagram, or just regular streaming stuff. I just haven't decided exactly what it's going to be yet, I guess. I was thinking I could do unreleased podcast episodes, you know what I'm saying? I could put those up there. Just to kind of see the growing process and also just maybe some behind the scenes stuff. And then music-wise, obviously, I was thinking a combination of, you know, behind-the-scenes footage in the studio or whatever. Maybe a video of how I make a beat, um, unreleased music. Maybe music that, for some reason, I have decided to never put out because God knows us artists have plenty of those. So we'll see. I mean, right now, I have one patron who I love dearly. Shout-out to Pat. <laughs> But, um, yeah, man, check that, check out the, the Patreon, patreon.com slash kpod, I think the link is in all my, all my shit, my little link tree, yeah, you know I me, mean? 
but yeah, it would it would be cool to hear from you guys what you would want to see outside. You know, the public stuff is for everybody. Anybody can see that. But with the Patreon, you can pay anywhere from $1 to, you know, 20 30 bucks, whatever you want. It's basically a monthly subscription where then you you would have access to that exclusive stuff. So yeah, just something. It's food for thought. You know what I mean? But speaking of Patreon, big shout out and congratulations to Joe Budden. I know I've mentioned here on mentioned him on here numerous times. Listened to his podcast, the music, and everything. And I know I described the situation that they had with Spotify a couple months back, where they had an exclusive deal with Spotify. Things kind of went awry, so they ended up leaving, and have been you know, essentially independent ever since. And people are going to be people and talk shit and, you know, be have their nose in other people's business and things like that. But it seems like it's for the better, his decision, that is, because Patreon just named Joe Budden the head of creator equity for the entire company, to my understanding. And to what that entails... I don't really know. Let me see if I can look something up real quick. Create or Patreon. So let's see. Let me get a not. All these articles are from, you know, a bunch of bullshit. Here we go. It's all like TMZ, the Hollywood Reporter. You know, I don't want to see that shit. Man, I don't want to fucking subscribe to your shit either, bitch. What the hell? Alright. Patreon announced a new connection via blog post on Wednesday. Oh, shit. Alright, so most of these are just describing his show on there. They're not saying what the position is. But either way, shout out to him. Head of creator equity at Patreon. I'm sure that can only mean good things. For his podcast and the network, um, hopefully good things for Patreon as well. Myself being on Patreon, you know what I mean? Um, you know, you can only hope that things that things will improve. Not that they're shitty, but <laughs> you know what I mean. You know what? Since I can't find a good article to let us know what's going on, I'm going to play this quick little video. It's more or less... Joe and the head of Patreon, I forget his name, the two of these dudes more or less describing what's going on. So let's see what this sounds like. Effective immediately, the Joe Budden podcast will be bringing two additional bonus episodes to Patreon. Joe Budden just announced he's bringing his podcast to Patreon. He's doing live show pre-sales, bonus episodes of the podcast just for his members, a members-only community, and a bunch of other cool stuff for his fans. Here's what happened. Joe had a deal with Spotify to distribute his podcast, but in September of last year, he announced that he was leaving that deal and leaving Spotify. September 23rd, this podcast, new episodes of this podcast will no longer be available on Spotify exclusively. And essentially what happened was he and Spotify couldn't come to an agreement about how much the show was worth. Fam, the guard is changing and creators have the leverage. And if y'all not going to treat us accordingly, 
then we're going to go and make our own decisions and do our own thing. In Joe's words, everybody's not looking to feed the soil. Some are just looking to take the fruit. And this is indicative of a larger problem. This isn't just one deal. This isn't just Spotify. This is about tech companies paying creators the minimum amount that they can get away with instead of what creators are actually worth in the world. Creators are uploading billions of hours of stories and photography and music and videos and creativity and energy to these platforms, and they're getting paid a fraction of what they're worth. And some of these platforms is going to have to get used to a whole community of people upping and leaving. Or you're just going to have to acknowledge who exactly is raising the market share around certain places. So when Patreon read the news about Joe and his podcast, our team called him up. This story is all too familiar to us. I ended up spending an hour on the phone with Joe. And, and what I learned was Joe comes from hip hop and Def Jam, and I come from YouTube and indie rock, but we were telling each other the same fucking stories. We were telling each other the core of this experience of making something that resonates with millions of people and then getting undervalued by the platforms that we're using to distribute our work. Don't ask me why Patreon is happening now. Go check your payouts on your streams. So not only is Joe bringing his podcast and the Joe Budden Network to Patreon, but we also made him an advisor. We, we gave him equity, stock in the company itself. I want to celebrate this because it is huge. It is huge. We want to partner more tightly with Joe to help us close the gap between what creators are worth and what they're paid. Joe's going to help us think through that problem, brainstorm that problem, and he's also going to help us shout it from the rooftops when we've got announcements about our progress. For so long, I've been dying to come in here and like talk to the podcast community about all the different steps you have to navigate to like kind of get the kind of like land in the right place like all the no's that have to come before you get the yes so that's it joe budden network is coming to patreon joe is an official advisor to the company as head of creator equity we're going to partner together to fix the financial engine room of the web for creative people so welcome to patreon joe so yeah, man, that's the the down low on the situation. You know what I mean? I'm sure they explained it a lot better than I could. But you get the gist, man. It's it's good to have. It's good to hear that people are taking the creators' aspect and mindset and livelihood into consideration. Not just podcasting. I mean, as you heard the dude say, he came from music as well. Musicians, artists, podcasters. Whatever, graphic design, you know what I mean? Anybody who's doing some sort of creative anything, just trying to figure it out, man. So yeah, shouts to them, big love. Shouts to Patreon, shouts to the JBP. And not just the JBP, but the whole JBN, you know what I mean? I know I mentioned on here previously that he's developed his own network that now houses his podcast, um, See The Thing Is podcast, and now a newer one, what is it called, Girl I Guess, 
with Karen Civil and Ming Lee, I think is her name. I know Karen Civil is pretty prominent in the music industry. I'm not quite sure who Ming Lee is, but I'm sure she's established if she's on this podcast with Karen. So yeah, much love to them. But um, so those are the two other shows on the JBN, and I guess they're all now going over to Patreon. And I mean, the other two shows I watch, see the thing is regularly. The other one, girl, I guess I've not checked out yet. That one is new, new. I mean, I think they're literally on like episode three or four or something like that. And see, the thing is, you know, it's more so, it's kind of like, I don't know, I feel like I'm chilling with my homegirls, you know what I mean? You kind of get a female's perspective on a lot of the same shit that us dudes talk about. And it's it's three hosts, Olivia Dope, who I love, shouts to Olivia, (laughs) this DJ, you know, super knowledgeable about music and everything from Brooklyn. And she just cracks me up, man. She's always dancing, talking some wild shit, you know what I mean? Just doing voices and stuff. I always love somebody who who knows how to, who can make fun of themselves, you know what I'm saying? Who is doesn't take life too serious, great sense of humor, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I, I don't know, she's by far my favorite. I just love her, man. I don't know what it is. She's always just, she knows so much about music. She's always talking about like investing and trying to get money and just, I don't know, man. <laughs> She's great, man. She definitely keeps me locked in on that show. So shouts to Olivia. Much love you were. Bridget Kelly, who's a singer, who's actually signed to Rock Nation. And then uh, Mandy B, who is basically a podcast personality. If I'm not mistaken, she's from Orlando, I think. So shouts to Mandy. or Shouts to the whole pod, man. Honestly. I feel like I've talked about this on here before. But yeah, they're all uh, they're all over there at Patreon now, I guess. So shouts to all of them, man. The three shows. More importantly, shouts to you, because <laughs> you hit the K podcast. What do we got next, man? Before we get to new music, um, two quick things. I don't know if you guys heard about the Chad Wheeler incident. Uh, the Seahawks player, where he beat, he pulverized his girl, his uh, fiance, girlfriend, whatever, and he claims it was to a, it was due to a manic episode. Which, if that's the case, man, like I don't know, you you should have gotten help a long time ago. But this shit is fucking ridiculous. After all the Ray Rice shit, you know Adrian Peterson, all these different abuse. Uh, allegations, charges, whatever. I mean, this is the worst that I've seen, especially because I guess he beat and then strangled her, then continued to eat his dinner, and she, you know, woke up, or I don't know if she was knocked out or something, but she basically started to get up minutes later after she'd been laying there for a while, and I guess he literally said, oh, you're still alive. Like, he thought he fucking killed this chick and just went on eating his fucking dinner. So, you obviously need mental health, whether it was a manic episode or not. I mean, I don't think there's any excuse for that kind of shit. And it's like, you know, is it CTE? Is it, you know, a past filled with violence? Or, 
I have no idea, man. I'm not a fucking doctor nor a psychologist. I just know this innocent woman was nearly killed. And then homie just kept eating his fucking dinner like it was all good. So yeah, man, get some fucking help, man. And arrest this dude. I mean, if he's not arrested already, I don't know. I was just reading more so from the football aspect, not from like the legality aspect. But get some fucking help, you know, before it's too late. Before some fucked up shit like this happens again and it goes too far. Or maybe it had, you know, like I don't know, man. I don't know, man. That shit was disturbing. The pictures were fucking, were not pretty of her face afterwards in the hospital and everything. So, yeah, man. Fuck you. Fuck yous. And I hope she's doing all right. Let me look up her name, actually. So we can shoot her some love. I think it was like Aaliyah. Yeah. Much love to Aaliyah Taylor, to her and her family for having to go through this shit, because this is fucking insane, bro. Much love to Aaliyah Taylor, man. No excuse. No fucking excuse for that shit. And also, just on the somber note, the 5th, I said today was the 9th, so February 5th would have been Trayvon Martin's 26th birthday. So rest in peace to Trayvon. Happy birthday. That shit, it just blew my mind. He would have been 26. I mean, I, I, that feels like that was so long ago now. Which just, so how old was he when it happened? You know what I mean? Just puts in perspective that he killed a fucking kid, bro. I mean, this is younger than my little sister. And I'll never forget when that shit happened. I was still in college at the time. We stopped our whole lecture hall and everyone... Uh, was tuned into the case during the class, man. I'll never forget that shit. So rest in peace to Trayvon. Happy birthday, man. Miss you, you know. Shouts to his family as well. It's right here in our backyard too, man. I mean, I told you guys I'm based in Orlando. That shit happened in Sanford. It's right here in our backyard, 15 minutes away. Probably not even on a good day with this fucking I-4 traffic. But shouts to Trayvon, man. So yeah, before we get to new music, I'm going to go ahead and play, you know what I'm going to play, because this shit got me, you know what I mean, poquito triste, hold up. Makes you feel a little better, you know what I'm saying? 
But yeah, so we got some new music that we're going to discuss today. Um, <laughs> I don't know where to start. <laughs> we got the Queens, Cardi and Meg put out some new joints. Let's just start there before we get to the triple OG set. So, yeah, we talked about, I mean, I know we talked about Wet Ass Pussy, obviously, on here before, but now these are two separate singles, one from Cardi, one from Meg, and I'm going to play them real quick, at least a little snippet. It's crazy because, like I said, these, these songs like these, even when they're a bop, like, it's not going to be my go-to necessarily, but... For the choruses on these songs annoy the living shit out of me. Oh, wait. Meg just put out a... It was just a video for that song Cry Baby off her new album. Which, like I said, I mean, like... I don't know. For some reason, the 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 hooks... Even when they destroy the verse, fucking spit like crazy. A crazy verse. And then they get to the hook. Sometimes that shit, man, it's, it's like unbearable. I'm gonna put on... So you've heard the Meg shit. That's not new. I think this Cardi song is actually new, if I'm not mistaken. Again, nothing against Meg. Kills her verse. The baby kills his shit. Just that hook, bro. I mean, the song's called Cry Baby, so the hook... <laughs> don't quote me. It's not verbatim, but I think it's... <laughs> so fucking annoying, bro. Very comparable, kind of the same way how I feel about her body song. I mean, you might have killed everything else, but that body, yaddy, 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 that shit is annoying. The Cardi joint, though, is a little different. She put out the a video and a song called Up. And like I said, the verse, she absolutely kills shit. She fucking goes off on the verse, but then the hook comes, and I'm just sitting here like, what the fuck is going on right now? So I'm gonna play this, I'm gonna play Cardi's new shit called Up. Once upon a time, and I heard that that was ugly. Came from a bitch who nigga wanna fuck on me. my face, bomb, ass tight, racks, deco shack, height, jury on me, flashlight. I know that's right. Big bag busting out the belly band. Take a member, let's see. I can party back and all these bitches fuck. It's big bags busting out the belly band. Take a man, working back, party back and all you bitches fuck. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's tough. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's tough. Huh? Up, then it's up. If it's up, then it's tough. If it's up, then it's up, then it's up, then it's tough. Huh? I can make the party hot. I can make your body rock. Bitches say they fucking with me. Chances are they probably. Karate chops. I'm forever popping shit, pulling up and dropping shit. Gotta argue with him, cause a nigga love a toxic bitch. Niggas out here playing, gotta make him understand. If ain't no ring on my finger, you ain't going on my crime. Said my face bomb, ass tight, rack stack of shack height. Jury on me, flashlight. I've been listening last night. Hit him with that good, good, make a nigga act right. Broke boys don't deserve no pussy. I know that's right. Big bag, pussy, not the belly band. Take a member, let's see. Not the belly band, take a man, working back, party back, and all you bitches. 
is up, that is up, that is up, that is up, that is up, and is up, 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 when is up, up, when is up, up. <laughs> you see what I mean? Even though she killed the verses, the fucking hook is just annoying as shit to me. The only person who can do that kind of shit, <laughs> just repeat a word over and 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 over is my motherfucking man Nori, alright done? Right now. Right. <laughs> that shit just reminded me of that, man. Nori's the only one who can do that shit, aight? Nah, I'm fucking around. Even that shit's annoying, but it's just hilarious when he does it, at least. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, shouts to Cardi and Nori, you know what I mean? But then the other new shit that came out is the motherfucking quadruple OG Ice Cube, alright? And I know you kids know Ice Cube as this actor. You know what I mean? Friday. Are we there yet? Shit like that. I literally just watched All About the Benjamins with him and Mike Epps the other day. A lot of you don't know No Vaseline Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? Fucking... N.W.A. Ice Cube. But he just put out a new song called Trying to Maintain. And like I said, Ice Cube's a quadruple OG. So you know I had to fucking listen to this shit and play this shit. Even if you're not rocking with the record too much. This motherfucking Ice Cube. You gotta respect. Put some respect on the motherfucking name. Just trying to maintain. I'm just trying to maintain. To everybody trying to maintain and keep their name out the mainframe. Yeah, we all in the same game. Yeah, we all with the bang bang. Been a bad nigga broke the internet because they can't fuck with my intellect. Yeah, nigga, all y'all followers follow every word like followers. Wanna catch it when I spit it. Fuck a critic and his analytics. I don't fit in your formula. I only fit in your bitch. I'm warning ya. Please don't feed the animals when they got their face covered in pantyhose. Niggas ain't nothing nice. Take your grandmama chain and your life. Cause we all trying to maintain. Cause we all trying to maintain. I'm just trying to maintain. Just trying to maintain. 
everybody trying to maintain with a little Mary Jane on the campaign. Whip by you in the fast lane. Only act like this cause of black pain. Fuck your cancel culture, bitch. You can't cancel a soldier, Great. See, I thought I told ya. Drunk or sober till you in the sofa. Slap the shit out of Troller. I kill shit like Ebola. I'm the sun, I'm the solar. Your baby mine is in the stroller. Too much game for the pea brain. Just trying to maintain. But yeah, like I said, I mean, it's obviously not my the best song I've ever heard in my life, but that's fucking Ice Cube, bro. I've always been a fan of Ice Cube. Not to mention, he's fucking 51 years old. You know what I mean? He's not going to be doing the whole... Yeah, yeah, yeah! Like all, <laughs> like all these Lils, you know what I mean? The Lils and the Youngs out here. But yeah, man, shouts to Ice Cube, bro. Still doing it, 51 years old. Puts out a fucking movie every two years. Hopefully... The fourth Friday's coming soon, but in the meantime, you got some new cube on the fucking speakies, man. But, um, I think that was all we had today, bro. Episode 30. Dirty motherfucking 30, I You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and wrap it up. Yeah, I'm hungry, so. <laughs> But yeah, man, I appreciate you checking in as always. Rook's throwing her bone against the, the wall. <laughs> Making all kinds of noise, Abby. But yeah, bro, I love you guys, man. The K motherfucking podcast signing off. As always, stay safe, stay smart, stay sexy, and stay tuned. You understand? I love you guys here. Rook said peace, and that's all it is. Next time, uh, I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see what happens in the next motherfucking week. You hear? But yeah, man, we'll be back next week. Talk to y'all then, bruh. We out of here. Peace. Okay, Fuck